If you're looking for a community that includes worship, prayer, connections, encouragement, and the Word of God, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the God Spot Podcast, powered by Elevated Faith. Well, hello, welcome everybody, and welcome to the God Spot Podcast, powered by Elevated Faith. My name is BJ. And I'm Allie. And this is episode seven. 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 You know, they say seven is completion. Yes, I, I figured that out a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what, guys? We're not completed yet. No, We're still going. Absolutely. So. <laughs> we are still going strong going into the new year. 2020. Yes. I just have a question. Okay. I want to know where the flying cars are at. You know what? It's funny that you say that because a couple of weeks ago, we actually saw on the news that there is one that has been developed. But here's the thing. Will and I were like, so if this is a flying vehicle, do you have to have a pilot's license to operate it? Oh. Right? Hmm. That's interesting. So I mean, so I think we'll follow that up. We'll follow that and see what, what the requirements are. I hope not. Because <laughs> I would not trust myself flying an airplane at all. <laughs> but the fact that it's out there, yeah. Yep, but it is. There is one. Okay. Mm. I can't imagine. Can you imagine flying over the 15 freeway, north and southbound? Uh, this last, I... last couple of weeks, it would have been nice. <laughs> I don't know. Because would it be, well, we, we joked about it in our last episode about the Jetsons. Yeah. But have you seen, like, the cartoons with the Jetsons? Like, all those flying vehicles? Like, oh, vroom, no. vroom, it vroom, wouldn't be vroom. a lot, yeah. Would it be a lot? Like, you would get congestion up there as well? Then, so everybody's in the air, then you go just go on the, on the ground in your regular car. Because nobody's going to be on the ground anymore. There would be people on the ground. Because there's going to be those that still will not adapt to a flying vehicle. Old school. Old just school. Just get a limo. Hire <laughs> a driver. Let's... Just a driver altogether. Just forget it. Just forget about it. Well, guys, we hope you guys had a uh, blessed and Merry Christmas uh, with your families and loved ones. And uh, it was kind of a crazy one here in the... Uh, Southern California area. Yeah. Weather-wise. Yes. Christmas Day was. It, it's been cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm glad we've had Christmases here in Southern California that have literally been 70 degrees. Yes. Uh, but this week, uh, this year, this month, really, mm-hmm. December was really cold. Um, but this week or the, or the week of Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, we had snow and ice. I was so excited. We didn't get it on Christmas Day. That's okay because we knew we weren't, and it was moving in. We got up that next day. We were so excited. Yeah. So Jaden and Lily, our niece, she was here and we were waiting, literally waiting for the snow to fall. Can we go out now? There's not enough snow. And when it finally did, oh my gosh, it was crazy. It was fun. It yeah, was a lot of fun. The skies just opened. Oh. Like it was, that's a good amount it was. of snow. I think the locally mm-hmm. reported uh, a couple of inches of snow. Right. And then the higher elevations was like 18 inches. Yeah. It was crazy. And then, so the next day after, after um, Christmas, we literally like took a trip on up and we didn't go all the way into the mountains. We mm. went just above the lake, Silverwood Lake, and found a nice little spot out there and spent about an hour and a half in the snow. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. It was fun. That's I'm awesome. glad we got to do that. Yeah. Because we haven't been able to do that in a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is... This has been a wet winter. It is. And it's coming back. 
we were supposed to get some around Monday. Yeah. Yeah. No, so we're gonna, the forecast is Thanksgiving and Christmas weather all over again. I'm like, woohoo! Yeah. I know. I'm not supposed to love snow that much, but I really do. Uh-huh. And I, you know why? Because snow manages to take over. It manages to take some of the driest and barren land, like the desert, and transform it into something so beautiful. True. It is so like. Seriously, I think my my in-laws were on their way up over the weekend, and when they found that it was so, you know, traffic, it was still traffic-y, but I think a lot of that was because you're just, you, you get overwhelmed with the beauty of the snow. They're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, look at all the mountains. Literally, all the mountains around us are covered with snow. Yeah. It's beautiful. It how really can is. You not, how can you not stop and marvel at that? You have to, except... People are stopping on the freeway. Oh, that's a whole different story. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so uh, the the major freeway that's in the area that we live in uh, is the 15 freeway, and it is uh, one of just it's you it's the way to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and coming back from mm-hmm. Vegas, so it's a major freeway, and uh, there's a portion of the freeway where you could there's hills and everything on the sides, uh, but people are stopping. On the sides of the freeway, even as early as just a couple hours ago, right? They were stopping on the sides of the freeway to let their kids play in the snow. Exactly, and I don't think at that at that point that's just kind of that's just way too dangerous. And here's the thing: there's not turnouts. There's not no. there's no turnouts on on this interstate, so it's not like you can kind of go, oh, let me just turn out in here right. and then park it and then play. No, there are no turnouts. It's just. The emergency lane, let me pull over, my car is not functioning, and pray you don't get hit. Yeah, that's kind of what that is. But they're literally on the side, on the freeways, slipping and sliding down the hills. And I read CHP has been contacted and informed of this again. Yeah. The the last time they went through, they did end up ticketing a couple people. Wow. um, And it was causing, people were, uh, yeah, it was was just crazy. But I love driving in the snow. Mm -hmm. I've lived in New York for a few years. Right. So I have that experience. People here, I was watching people go down our street uh, as it was starting to snow and it's gathering the snow or the snow was gathering. People were speeding in the residential area going 50 miles an hour. you just don't do that. Yeah, I was just waiting for somebody to spin out and it's... uh, I was had to go run errands. I wasn't worried about me because right. I knew how to drive in it, but I was worried about but everybody, everybody else. else. And that's kind of like where I'm. I, I don't like to drive in it. I just like to get to the destination. But fortunately, we have a four wheel drive. Will was very safe with the cargo. We got to our destination, had a good time playing. You know, the stuff was powdery. I got some very uh, memorable videos that will last <laughs> a while. <laughs> And uh, it was all good. <laughs> I laugh because it's hilarious. If you went to my Facebook story, <laughs> you would see the videos. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. It's good. That's what that's what holidays are about, right? Getting together, making memories. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was it was good. It was uh, saw a lot of. It seemed to be. I don't know if this was the case or not. Uh, but just looking at everybody's Facebook and mm-hmm. social media feeds, uh, a lot more family quality time yes. this year. I don't know if that was just me. Just, no, I noticed but... that too. Yeah, a lot of that was just really home. You know, I think one year I saw everybody was just posting more on the gifts, the gifts, the gifts, the gifts. But this time it was just more on the on the actual family yeah. portion of that. And um, like us, we had 
We had two out-of-town guests, um, family members, so they were in from Georgia, so they came. And then we had um, another couple from Men Lifetime Friends with us that joined us for Christmas. And so it was nice. It was a nice time. And yeah. for you guys, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was nice. It was just 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 five of us, mm-hmm. but uh, it was nice. It was a nice, relaxing day. And you know, speaking of the of the the gifts, number one, I'm very blessed. You people were today at church were asking me, "Hey, what'd you get for Christmas?" Well, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm extremely spoiled and blessed, y'all. But <laughs> um, but thinking back momentarily, I don't recall none of my friends at least posted what they got on uh, on or even what what they got their kids. Like yeah. literally, I don't think in the last. Since Christmas, I've seen any post about <laughs> the gifts. Right, right. You know? I, di- I didn't either. There's some friends from down the hill, but not, you know, like anybody mm-hmm. that's local or anything like that. I didn't so much. And I was like, oh, this is really nice. Yeah. So it wasn't about, you know, the actual gifts kind right. of deal. Yeah. I was very blessed this Christmas because uh, even the Christmas spent that morning with Jaden and Cecily, I just enjoyed just watching them interact and yeah. watching that whole thing. Because he's seven now, so he's more excited. So he came in. It wasn't the crack of morning, but it was early enough. He's Nana, Santa came. I said, "What?" He's Santa came. I was like, "Well, let's get up and see what's happening." You know, I'm sorry. There's some people I know we don't believe in Santa. That's fine. He's seven. I'm not going to be the dasher of dreams. Right. He knows Jesus and he knows Santa Claus and he knows the difference. Yeah. So it's all right with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> And as we uh, turn from Christmas, oh, we boy. look towards New Year's. New Year's, new beginnings, yes. new, you know, That's... even though some of us are not so new. Right. It's, <laughs> I think most people, uh, believers and non-believers, uh, experience this at the beginning of the year. Uh, we're like, okay, this was what ha- this is what happened this year. Mm-hmm. And now this year, I'm going to do this. I'm right. going to do that. I'm going to... I'm gonna accomplish this. I'm gonna accomplish that. Right, right. I'm gonna finish what I did last year, and I know last year wasn't my year. This year is gonna be my year. So wasn't the message at church perfect? Absolutely, it It was was on perfect timing. It was on point because, yeah, I was touched by that because it talked about um, it talked about not focusing on the past because the past is the past, right? And God doesn't look at the past. Yeah, I'm not a note taker. (laughs) <laughs> um, they gave everybody journals today at church. Thank you, The Rock, Asperia, and Pastor Jeff and Jennifer. Um, but as I was taking some notes, and that was one of the things that I wrote down was, I'll look up the verse in, in a few minutes for you guys, um, but it's in the book of Isaiah. It talks about what the past is the past, and the old is the old. And, but what I wrote down was, you know, focus on the now and what God has for you in the future. Don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about what's been in the past. Exactly. Um, and that's from actually, um, I'm glad you brought that up, BJ. That's actually from Isaiah 43, 18, 19. And that scripture says, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, and this is God speaking, I will do a new thing now, <clears throat> meaning in the present. It shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Yes. And so that was so awesome because sometimes we feel like, well, 2019 is gone. Like you said, I didn't accomplish the things that I set out to do in 2019. I didn't reach those goals. I didn't make those, you know, I didn't hit that resolutions or whatever. 
and there's no chance for me to go back. But it is because the past is the past, and with God, all things are new. Right. And so that was a good on point thing today. So I was like, yes, yeah. I like that. Absolutely. And so that's uh, that is going to be our topic for today. Is uh, we're going to look at uh, talk about what, what 2020 is. Uh, what we feel God's maybe been pressing upon our hearts, um, but also talk about New Year's resolutions versus goals. Ooh. Uh, because there is a difference. Right. There's a distinct difference right. uh, between the two, and especially for those that are walking with Christ. Right. Uh, there's definitely a big difference. Right. And uh, I think there's one verse in the Bible um, that I think could not necessarily the center, but could be, uh, a major focus is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Oh yes. Says, I know the plans I have for you, mm-hmm. says the Lord. Yes. Right. And plans to prosper. Plans to, uh, you know, just plans to build you up. Mm-hmm. Give right? you a hope in the future. Right. Yes. Definitely. Uh, you know, and so I, I think going through the journey of this, of the rest of this podcast this afternoon, this evening, just keep our focus upon God. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when we, when we talk about resolutions, when we talk about goals. Ultimately, I think we have to surrender this all to God. Yes. We do, I, I agree um, it, because scripture also tells us to put your plans before the Lord. Yes. And so without him, we're actually can't do anything because okay. see, God doesn't set us up to fail. He, he says that in his word already. Right. Yes. And so when we do that, there's no way God is um, he's true to his word. Yes. Yeah, so um, when he says in Proverbs 16, three, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established he will make sure that that happens. So we, in everything that we do and everything that we seek and everything that we desire and everything that we hope, we have to make sure that we're going before the Lord and just really standing before him and saying, okay, Lord, you know, this is what my heart's desire is. This is what I want, would like to do. If it's in your will, I know you're going to make it happen. Right. And so it, and it shall, and it shall. Right. So, you know, there's uh, so many people are, uh, about making resolutions. There's a lot of companies out there that are banking on people making resolutions. Gems. Gems and weight loss clinics. Yes. And A better you. <laughs> a new year, a, a better you. you. Ooh. 2020's your year to get your beach body. <laughs> oh, wow, you do that well. Thank you. <laughs> um, but... Here's the reality of, and this is probably something, this is something that most people probably know, is statistically speaking, when you make a New Year's resolution, by February 1st, you've already failed. Is it by February 1st? You sure it's not in January, the first 30 days well, or the, 31 days? They, the, the research <coughs> I saw, it, was it is by February. By February 1st. Okay. Um, uh, it's usually sooner than that. Right. But by February 1st, it, most New Year's resolutions they're gone. Uh, out the window. Out the window. So <clears throat> now that you mentioned resolutions and goals, um, for some people may not truly understand or may not know what a resolution is mm-hmm. versus a goal. Yeah. So the resolution is the firm decision to do or not to do something, whereas a goal is the object of a person's ambition or effort and an aim or desired result. So it's definitely a difference, right? right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely. So a resolution is more like, yeah, this is, I'm going, like you said, I'm going to go to the gym 
for from January 1st until May, until I right. get fit and I'm going to do it. I'm going every day right. and da, 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 da. Whereas the goal may be, I want to go to the gym every day, but the reality is I may only be able to go maybe two days a week. That's right. a reality, right? Yeah. And so I think that's where a lot of times we, where, like you said, the resolutions fall short because we set up these unreal you know, these unreal resolutions are these unreal goals and going in, it looks good in our head and it sounds great coming out, (laughs) but then when it's time to execute it, I I find myself doing, I'm like, Hey, this sounds good. And then I get into it and go, Ooh, I didn't think that one through. Right. Well, I think it also has to do with, uh, the motivation, right? The only time of the year that we talk about resolutions is new year's, Year's. right? You don't hear people talk about in July, Oh, I have a resolution this year uh, during the holidays. I'm going to spend more time with family mm. and less money on gifts, right? Or right. Uh, a resolution for the school year, uh, for, you know, for college age kids, for example. Oh. So I'm going to put forth uh, 100% effort this year, this semester. Right. Y- you only hear about it coming into the new year and its resolutions. And it's only most of the time superficial surface level things right you don't hear somebody saying oh yeah it's 2020 new year new me so i'm gonna stop smoking marijuana i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop being abusive to my girlfriend and my boyfriend Mm. because those aren't resolutions those are those are life-changing things that take time exactly Uh, so you you can get caught up you can in making resolutions whereas a goal a goal sounds just sounds more long term. Exactly. Because a goal does not have an expiration date. Right. A resolution you only have till December thirty first of the of the year to make that resolution happen. Right. Because then it's time for a new. You, then you got to make a new resolution. Right. My fiance and I uh, we're getting married probably in twenty twenty one. We don't don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've both have made a goal that we want to get into a better shape. Right. So that means eating healthier, mm-hmm. going to the gym, losing right. weight, but it's a long-term it's thing. A it's long not term. a resolution right. because we're not saying we'll have to be this done this time, and we're not saying we need to do X number of pounds, right, right. Do, be able to do X number of push-ups, right. right? But we have until our wedding day to make that happen, right? You know, and so it's your motivation as well, and it, and it does it, and it takes the pressure off. So if at any time during, say, during that time from now until say twenty twenty one. Say something happens because you can't help getting sick. That's a setback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, family emergencies come up. Right. So that that would be another setback that would kind of, you know, throw throw a monkey wrench into your scheduling right. or whatever. Say like you start going to the gym and you try to get a schedule going and you get a routine going. And then, but if that does happen, you're not overwhelmed and you don't feel like you failed. Right. Whereas a resolution, you're like, well, there goes that one. That's out the window again. You get me? Right. So, um, so setting those up, taint those realistic goals versus a resolution, I think helps people better off. I'm, what am I trying to say? Uh, holding uh, <laughs> a resolution. Everybody, I, I think, already has this mindset that a resolution is just typically setting yourself up to fail. Yes. I think everybody, young and old, is, already mm-hmm. has that mindset. Yeah. Even though they, they may they may make that resolution, mm-hmm. everybody just knows that mindset is going to right. 
uh, you're setting yourself up for, to fail. It's yeah. Plus the word of God, mm-hmm. you're never gonna hear. You never read about God saying, mm-hmm. "Bring your resolutions before me." Mm-hmm. I know the resolutions I has I have for you, Ooh, says the Lord. Oh, look at you! You don't hear that, right? Right. You, this says, "Bring your plans before the Lord." Right. Right. And so, as we journey through, maybe you're sitting there thinking, you know, New Year's in a couple of days, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe you're listening to this after the New Year's, and you're like, you know, it's, it, it's, I want to do something different. Right. And you start thinking about what you want to do. Right. You don't make a resolution. Right. You make a a goal. Plan it out. And And it's okay to sit down. um, Because Will and I have done this in the past, and we haven't done ours yet. But we literally sit down, and we list the things that are a priority to us that we need, that we would like to accomplish in 2020. Be it whether it's personal or whether it's household, um, whatever it is. And we take that list and we will sit and each time we come before the Lord, we pray over that list. And we're like, okay, Lord, we're consecrating this to you. This is our our hopes, our desires, our plans, and we're turning it over to you. And we pray on that. Um, I remember at one point in our lives, like it was the same prayer, like the same thing, because we were praying for, um, you know, closer closer, uh, transition for will. And... That list literally was three years old before it was answered. Right. That's not to be a discouraging thing. It's to be encouraged because we kept praying on it and we took it to the Lord. And when it was answered, we were able to put answered date by it. Right. And so we yeah. can literally go back to that now and say, you know what? God answered this on this particular day. Right. Look at this. So, we, but we weren't stressing, you know, stressing about it like, oh, it had to happen this year kind of deal. We were just like, okay, Lord, it's on our list. We're praying on it, and we're just not going to give up until we know that you answered it. And when he did, we were like, okay. So whatever, it doesn't, I mean, it can be something as simple as, I don't know, I want to incorporate more quiet time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to I wanna start reading, going into my Bible like 15, 20 minutes more than I did last year, you know, in 2019. Right. I want to do, that's that. That's a goal for me. I, I want to get through, or I was, for some people, I want to get through the Bible in the whole year, 365 days of reading. That's great. Put it on the list and just start doing it. Lord, allow me, you know, set up some time that I'm able to do this. If it's 10 minutes, start with 10 minutes, you know, and then start increasing it and just watch God just open that up even more. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It doesn't have to be, for some people, it might have to be something grand. And for, uh, for others, it doesn't have to be you know, so grand. It could be just, you know, something like that. So right. I encourage you guys to do it. Yeah. I, I think it's also, you, know, you brought up a, a good point of, of preparation mm-hmm. going into it. Uh, don't get caught up in the hype yeah. of making a resolution. Instead, take time. And like, for example, there's uh, a lot of people that try to get a word for the year, mm. right, and which is good. Yeah, I, I've never done that until this year. Right, right. God okay. woke me up one day and Uh-oh. gave me a word. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm part of a, a, a Facebook group, um, and uh, a lot of people are like looking for their word, mm. and they're like asking advice from other people. Oh wow. Uh, there's a there's a quiz you can take online that based on your experience will give you like a word. Oh and, okay, got it, got um, it. Okay. And I posted that hey. Maybe instead of seeking advice from everybody here, mm-hmm. even though the advice has been good advice and right. nobody's ill intention, sure. go to the one who created the word. 
Amen. You know, I said, pray, God, what do you want my word to be this year? This year. Right? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it's that preparation. So what kind of feedback? I'm curious. What kind of feedback did you get? Nobody get replied to it. Oh! <laughs> they liked it, but nobody replied. Oh, okay. So okay. Uh, I think it had. I think it struck a couple of nerves, and that wasn't my intention. That wasn't the um, intent. But, but it was truth. It's true. It is. You know, I don't go out seeking if I want to know the answers to the universe, I'm going to go to God, mm-hmm. not the astronomer. You because know. guess what, people? God created the universe. Absolutely. And he gave the astronomer the knowledge. Yeah. So it's still, it all comes from God. Yeah, you know, it all so. Comes from God. Uh, but it's about that preparation. Yes. And so uh, I think we, nobody's perfect. Absolutely. Right? Right. And so because no, none of us are perfect, we all have things mm-hmm. that we can improve on. Yes. That we can work on, that we can add to our lives, mm-hmm. that we can take from our lives. Absolutely. And it may not be, you might be in perfect physical condition mm-hmm. on the outside, right. but the inside you're listening to this mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, yeah, there's some heart issues that I need to take care of this right. year. Right. Right. There's some, there's some things. I have a, a friend of mine that has been realized in the last month or so that there's some wounds, inner mm-hmm. wounds, that they need to deal with. And right. that's one of their goals this year oh, is to do what they have to do. Mm-hmm. To be able to deal with those inner wounds. Set free. Be set free. Right? Be you know, free. And so as Christians, we can set ourselves apart from the world in the sense of we can have these goals. Um, whether Your goal might be to lose weight. Mm-hmm. It might be to stop smoking. And if it is, I applaud you. But you have to plan it out. Right. We serve a God of order, not a God of chaos. Exactly. And he has a plan. He has a way. He could just snap his fingers and everything be mm-hmm. healed from you, removed from you. You could have that beach body that you want, <laughs> right? Just like that. Uh, but instead of trying to obtain something for yourself or for the world, mm-hmm. start asking yourself, what can I do? What areas do I need to improve in for God? Right. So and that also, God can use me more. Right. And also, sorry, BJ. That's good. But also, too... Get somebody that's going to walk with yeah. through it with you. That's going to encourage you. You know, um, I think in our earlier, some of our earlier episodes, we talked about, you know, having two or more is stronger. Um, a two braided cord is stronger or three braided cord is stronger and it's not easily broken. Right. So find somebody that's going to, you yeah, know, absolutely. hold you accountable in those areas. Like if I, if my prayer, if I say I'm going to commit to, you know, more prayer, I need to have somebody that's going to be like checking on me like, hey, did you, you know, did you do your prayer time this morning? Did you do your, you know, accountability time today? You know, how's that? And, you know, just right. like a weekly check. Yeah. Um, I know for, for BJ, he's getting ready to start um, a discipleship program, um, discipleship training um, at church. And they do that. They will check on you. Your leaders are going to check on you weekly, like give you a phone call or send you a text like, hey, how's it going? You have any questions? Do you need me to pray for you? Are you struggling anywhere? You know, and that makes a big difference when you're going through things sure. like that, yeah. you know. And so as as the same as, as you know, stepping out, trying to uh, setting out goals and trying to accomplish the goals, it's the same thing. We need, we can't do it by ourselves right. because it's like, um, it's kind of like being hunt. It's like going out in the snow or going out in the in the wilderness. You're by yourself. You're easily hunted. 
Right. Yeah. You're easily hunted. It's very true. You know, you're out there by yourself, and the prey is like, mm-hmm, yep, we're going to get that one right, right there. And so this morning, we were talking about, you know, the, how the enemy comes in to, you know, destroy, devour, and, and to steal. And that's when we're by ourselves and when we're walking this thing called, you know, you know, the disciple being a disciple of Christ, right. that's what happens when we're by ourselves. Yeah. We get, we do get devoured. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's very easy to become devoured very, <laughs> very quickly. Very easy. Yeah. I mean, that's not the intent. We go with the good intentions right. that this is, you know, we're going for this goal or we're doing this resolution. But when you're doing it by yourself, it, it's and especially if you're going, if 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 it's something that you know um, that's like an addiction, you know. You can't do it by yourself. No. You cannot do it by yourself because what happens is it may go good for like, oh, how's that going? How's that, you know, non-gambling or how's that non-smoking going? Oh, it's going good. You know, right. check back in about a couple of weeks or about a month. Yeah. You know, how you doing on that? Oh, it's kind of rough. Right. You know, so we, you know, so I encourage everybody to definitely find somebody. Yeah. That support system mm-hmm. is uh, very very important. Yes. And in any changes that you want to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I mean, God could just go like that, mm-hmm. but God created us to be, re- we are relational beings. Right, right. And um, I'm not talking about just a relationship like a marriage, but just relationships in general with friends and, and family and, and having that support system is so important to have people that are coming alongside and walking alongside with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a young man this morning mm-hmm. um, that we both know. Uh, yeah. You've you guys have known him for longer than I have, but mm-hmm. known this young man for a number of years. Yes. And he came over and uh, looked at him, and we both said, "What's going on? What's up?" He's like, "Oh, I'm fine." We, don't get you know, don't get inside my box. Right? Like, Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> All right, we about to. All right, so, where's uh, the hammer and nails? Cause we about to tear this thing down. So uh, we ended up praying over oh, him, and yeah. um, it was one of the things that the Lord was pressing about him mm-hmm. was that he had been uh, he had been going through some things lately that he yeah. was trying to go through on his own. Yeah. And this is a young man. He's Nineteen, nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, 18 yeah. years old, yeah. and has had a relationship with God for a number of years. Yeah. But you know, and the Lord was just speaking to stuff about not being able to go through this mm-hmm. journey of life by yourself. Right. And so, whether you're you're listening to this podcast, maybe you just recently accepted Christ, mm-hmm. uh, or you've been in a relationship with Christ for fifty years. Uh, we've said it once, and we'll say it a million times. There's unity in the community. Yes. And your community might be your next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. Your community might be your pastor. You're a small group leader or your brother or your sister mm-hmm. or your best friend or right. the barista at Starbucks that you make a connection <laughs> with. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just never know where that, where that support system is going to exactly. come. But whatever you do, don't try walking it alone because when we try walking it alone, we end up relying on ourselves. And the Bible says lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. We do not have the physical ability to make changes mm-hmm. in ourselves, God and the Holy Spirit can come in and make those changes and adjustments that we are not able to do ourselves. Right. And that's that's so very true, um, BJ. And I'm sure people are wondering, like, if they haven't been in there, you know, do a lot of, you know, getting into the Word of God, well, what is, where, where do I find 
these scriptures, you know, what, what, what kind of scriptures talk about goals, mm-hmm. you know, um, like BJ said, resolutions, not so much, but the Bible does talk about goals. Absolutely. And, um, I have a few of those scriptures. So if, if you guys, you know, ever, I'm going to go ahead and also I'll post this in our elevated faith as well. So you can always reference that at a later date at your time. You guys can print it out if you want and just kind of have that handy. The Bible does give us wisdom and insight on how we can achieve our goals. And I'm just going to give you seven scriptures that talk about that. Um, The first one being Proverbs 16.3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. And so we talked about that just a few minutes ago. So that would be the first first step into setting your goals yes you have your goal in mind write it down and then go before the lord you know some of us we have you know if you want to put it in like it almost in an altar place kind of like you've have you know it's okay if you have a space in your house or wherever it's okay to just set it there you know write it and go to it every day if you want every night whenever you do that prayer time but you know what lord this is my plans this is my goals these are my desires this is what i want watch over these and just lead me in the right way because you might be surprised that some of the things that you are putting out there God may God will give you some revelation into that and what you actually wrote down you may be going back to re- and re-edit that list right. you know you'd be like oh I never or he'll bring revelation you go, I never thought about that okay right. and, and, you, and something else that I would that I would recommend as you're uh, writing down these uh, the, the plan and goals initially mm-hmm. uh, and I think we talked about this before um, but is to Go to the Bible mm-hmm. and see where it says those. So mm-hmm. if you're wanting, you know, to spend more time with God, maybe in like a quiet time, maybe mm-hmm. that's been lacking for you. Go to the Word of God and find verses that are gonna mm-hmm. that talk about yes. spending time with God, uh, or how Jesus spent time alone mm-hmm. with God, and start to build this. Uh, database for yourself, right, right. so that through the year mm-hmm. you're able to. You know, as you're committing these plans to God, you're like, God, your word says, mm-hmm. whatever the case is. Right. You know, so you, because we know the word of God does not return void. Right. Absolutely. And so with that, the next one, and the Lord answered me, he says, to write the vision, make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it. And that's out of Habakkuk. I always get that one all mess, messed up. Sounds right. But you get it. Habakkuk. Habakkuk. (laughs) And that's Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. And so the Lord answered me. The Lord says to write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. So the Lord wants you, again, that comes into writing it down and making it clear. Because with anything, we have to... um, we don't always just haphazardly go out and just do no. things. We always sit down and make a plan. We make a list. I make a list to go to the store. I make a list, you know, I, this is what I need to do tomorrow. This, this, and this. Right. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not a list. I'm not generally like making lists all the time, but there are times where I make lists. Right. And I go back to it, go, okay, cool. The same goes with, you know, seeking the Lord and striving after the Lord and making sure, you know, when you're, trying to obtain these goals for your your life you want to be successful you want to achieve them 
um, achievement is success, right? Yeah. And so our success, our success as believers, comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from the world. It comes from the Lord. Right. Because if it came from the if it came from the world, we all would be successful. Oh yeah. And we're all not successful. No. Because no. yeah, get it. The next one is from Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Mm -hmm. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Yeah. Mm, I like that one right there. Um, one of the things that Will and I, um, we were in a season, you know, a little dry season there for a while. And what we did was we reconsecrated our home and we, you know, we actually told the Lord, like, because we heard the Lord telling us go back to which I had told you before. And so we said, okay. And we knew what that meant. And so we just reconsecrated our home and we were just like, okay, Lord, we're opening up our home. Whoever comes, comes, who, right. you know, it's, right. it's open. Whoever steps through the door will feel your presence. And, you know, we went, we literally like prayed around the outside, all the way around to the back. Like we did it. We did the marching. We didn't right. do seven days, <laughs> but you know, but we did it. And we said, this is what, you know, the Lord is asking us to do and he's requiring of us. And so sometimes we may not always feel like it, but it doesn't, our feelings don't, it's not about right. our feelings. You know, our feelings can get us in trouble. Yes. And our feelings can betray us. So it's not about the feelings. It's right. about what God has called us to yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, then the third one is by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Got it. So what is that? What, what, what are we even talking about there? That seems like a whole mouthful, right? It does. But it's because we have faith in God that right. we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. God is the word. The word is God. Right. And so we have to know that when God speaks... At least that's the context that I take. Right, it which that. is right. why you want to make sure that the plans mm -hmm. uh, that you're setting forth before God are from Him mm -hmm. and not of ourselves. Right. And so the things that we see visibly with our eyes, we know that those were not created by the visible God, but right. by the God. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. So then Proverbs 21.5. Proverbs and Psalms is really are really two, um, two great books. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Mm -hmm. Poverty. So we could rush about and make, you know, do our, our resolutions and our goals on our own, but it doesn't mean that because we do it quickly that they're going to come and they're going to be, like, again, bring us right. that success, right? Yeah. So we have to definitely put our plans before the Lord and wait on the Lord. Yeah. Ooh, be, wait. Be diligent. <laughs> uh, you know, diligent does not mean quickly. It means mm -hmm. precisely, and it means carefully. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, you're going to do it diligently, and it'll you'll, you'll you'll be prosperous. Right. But the key word, not in that verse, but leading to that verse is waiting. Waiting. You have to wait on God. Yeah. Definitely, um, I think we're in a generation of everything is quick, 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 oh, yeah. quick. Microwave society. Microwave, yeah. yeah I've, I've said that a lot, and it's definitely proven to be true. And God doesn't work that way. God definitely doesn't work that way. And no. we've seen it time after time. We go through the scriptures, and it has never been an instantaneous 
bam kind of deal. No. You know, something's kind of leading up to it, yes, but not the old, not the end result. Right. You know? So, and we can't take our relationship and the things of the Lord and think that that's, and apply the worldly standard to to Him right. and His Word because it's not, the, it's, well, it doesn't you, compare. You There's have to no, I mean, look at Moses and the Israelites. Oh my I mean, gosh. how long did they wander? And most of them didn't enter the promised land, but how long did they I mean, 40 years. Because they were so, because they didn't get it. Because they were stuck in themselves. <laughs> that is true. You That's know, true. Noah, I mean, I, I can't tell you exactly how long it took him to build the ark. Oh my gosh. But that was something that put in, he took effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Noah was kind of the opposite of Moses and our, the Israelites. In fact, a mo. Mo, Noah wasn't caught up in himself. He right. was doing it for God. But it still took time. Mm-hmm. You know, Abraham and Sarah, it took time. And I even think, now that you bring up stories, I even think, um, based off of just what we what we read, I think about Joseph. Yeah. Now, I think, did Joseph have a goal or did he have a resolution? I think Joseph, at one point when he was younger, that was a resolution like, hey... I'm going to be ruling over you guys and this, that. But he didn't understand the times that it was going to take for him to get there, I think. You get me? Uh, I do. I would argue, <laughs> I don't think it was a goal it or resolution. A goal. <laughs> I would think, it, I would argue that it was a, obviously it was, it it was, was a vision. It was a vision, right. Um, but he didn't know what to do with that vision. Right. And because he was so young, so immature, mm-hmm. Uh, I think he took the vision as a literal and um, which was a literal vision in many mm-hmm. in many mm-hmm. terms. But um, and because he was so young and so immature, um, I think he just took it for what it was. Didn't worry about the timeline and just started just talking mm-hmm. out of his mouth. Yeah, uh, which didn't work out initially for him. No, it didn't. I mean, initially it didn't, but in the long run, uh, in the long run, but it was end, God's it, it plan. It was still God's God plan. God had that goal for him. God had a goal, and God had that plan, and He stepped out of that plan. Yes, He definitely stepped out of the plan that God. And so many times when we're when we're doing our when we have goals and stuff. That's where we get ourselves in trouble, mm-hmm. um, especially as believers. We already know many times we um, we we get the the word of wisdom from God. God gives us visions. God gives us a word, but because we want it so quickly, right? We sometimes get ahead of God's plan for us, and we get in trouble. And mm-hmm. it takes a little longer. The Israelites, yeah. as you were saying, so. When I'm encouraging you guys as you're making your goals for 2020, please ask the Lord and to allow you to use the spirit of, of waiting and of patience, but not bringing you patience, but allowing you to use your patience. And I say, and I, I incur, I say to not ask for the patience because we already have patience. That's already a, yes. a, 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 a gift from the Holy Spirit. But we need to learn how to use that. And so by presenting these goals to the Lord and learning to wait on him, that's where learning the right. patience, that's where that patience yes. will come from. And so, again, let me make it clear in case I didn't say it right the first time. Put your plans on paper, present it before the Lord, and then pray and ask the Lord to help you use your patience in 
either waiting for those goals to come about or walking towards those goals. Right. Does that make that makes yeah, sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And as you guys are reaching your goals, definitely let us know because we'd like to be able to pray with you. I mean, I'm going to say if there's anybody listening who would like to share what some of the goals are, if they're not too personal, it's a, you know, it, it right. would be great to be able to pray with you on um, you know, going into 2020. And just sharing like, hey, you know, the Lord answered this one. I've hit this mark. I've hit this one, you know, all because of God and, right, you know, absolutely. whatever. It would be great to be able to celebrate those moments. And so um, back to uh, the scripture here. This is number six. So he who watches the wind waiting for all conditions to be perfect will not sow seed. And he who looks at the clouds will not reap a harvest. So and that's in the Amplified Version. And for some reason, that sometimes becomes a little more wordy. And that's why we don't use the Amplified Version in church. We actually use the New King James Version. <laughs> I don't use the NIV Version because of some stuff that's not uh -huh. in there. Um, uh -huh. But we, if you didn't know that, we will dive into that uh, right. the next couple of months. But anyways. So New King James Version says on Ecclesiastes 11.4, He who observes the wind will not sow, and he who regards the clouds will not reap. Mm -hmm. What happens when the wind comes? It blows everything away. Blows everything away. Yeah. And he who regards the clouds will not reap. Because we're so busy looking in the sky, wondering if it's going to rain, wondering if it's going to snow, that we're not looking at the sowing. Right. The wind has already blown away everything, and we're too busy focused on the clouds. Yeah. Would you like to add? You get, you get distracted. <laughs> Life can distract you. Right. Like, I'm the type of guy that you see a little squirrel, and I'm like, what, where, what? <laughs> um, you know, so, um, but even, especially when you're uh, laying out goals. Yes. Uh, and you're given, you say, within two years, mm -hmm. uh, this is what this is what I want to accomplish for the kingdom, and this mm -hmm. is what I feel God wants me to do. Mm -hmm. um, it's very easy to get distracted. Right. Not only uh, just our, our just ourselves, but the world and the enemy want want to come in and, and distract you. Because guess what? When you're focused on Christ, mm -hmm. you're not leaving any room to be focused on anything else. Right. And right. if you're the type of person uh, that maybe through some decisions you've made that there have been areas that you haven't been focused on Christ completely, mm -hmm. 100%, mm -hmm. and now you're making that effort. Right. Well, the enemy over here is like, whoa, wait a minute. I had some of their, their attention, mm -hmm. and now I don't have any of their attention. Let me hit them where it hurts, right. where the areas where they are the easiest to be mm -hmm. tempted, exactly. the easiest to fall away. It may have nothing to do with your goal at all. Right. But he's going to say, okay, well, let's just play... I'm going to send this person in. I know they push their buttons. I'm going to bring this situation in because I know that will push their buttons. And so you have to be mindful as well. You have to be prayed up mm -hmm. because you can get distracted. Absolutely. Very, very easy. You'll be distracted before you even know it. Yep, you will. And that is how the enemy comes in and steals because he is a thief. Right. He's a robber. And he destroys yeah. because once he steals from you, he's 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 stolen your vision. He's stolen your goals. Mm -hmm. He has now. And once that happens, we think um, 
we think, oh, well, they're gone now, and there's no way I can get that back, and God's not going to restore that back to me, and so I'm just going to give up now. And I speak with confidence in that area because I've I've experienced that. It's like, really? Well, that's gone now, so I'm never going to get that back. But that's a lie from the enemy, and Mm -hmm. God, but once we turn our focus back and seek the Lord and truly, you know, diligently seek the Lord, he restores back everything. Everything that the enemy has stolen, tried to take away, God restores that back. And then a hundredfold if we just diligently. And so with the last one, with the last scripture on how, you know, seven scriptures that will help your journey, it the um, this comes out of Hebrews six, and again I'm using New King James Version. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He, capital H E, which is God, is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek, seek him. him. So, we have heard through these scriptures for one. We must be diligent. Yes. We must be diligent in seeking Him. We must be diligent in um, when we're when we're um, putting our plans and our goals before the Lord, mm-hmm. and um, diligently just wait, walking it out. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So those are seven scriptures that will help help us i say us too because i'm like gonna like seriously kind of meditate on those Mm -hmm. because that was pretty good i like those um to really put my faith in action when it comes to the goals right yeah so i know um we're coming into the end here so i think by new year's eve uh will and i will be you know making a new list and putting some stuff before the lord because there's some things we want to see happen in 2020 and you know so I, and I know the Lord will bless that because he's helped, you know, he's brought us through 2019 Absolutely. and it hasn't always been easy. You know, I've seen a lot on our face on, on Facebook, you know, a lot of people have posted like, you know, this has been a, a 2019 has been rough. Sometimes we think it's only us. Right. You know, we don't yeah. realize like, wow, there's other people that's gone through it. But here's the here's the good thing, though. We're here at the end. Yeah. Of 2019. Absolutely. So it hasn't been that rough. Right. You know. So I'm I'm thankful that the Lord has has protected my family, protected me, protected my friends. He's given us, you know, given us life. Um, there's a lot of people that didn't make it through, you know, this year. And so it, you know, it kind of brings everything into perspective. It really does. It brings things into perspective. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It's uh, it's been. If <laughs> I saw a post on social media today, actually. And so if you thought 2019 was bad, just wait till 2020. Ooh. I'm thinking that's good job being hopeful. Right? Well, with that attitude, that's what Cecily always says. Well, if, with that attitude, of course it's not going to happen. Like, uh, or, you know, I even even for Christmas was like, oh, I'm so glad Christmas is over. I'm like, oh, wow. This is really, you know, like, wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's the people. Um, we might something really interesting today here's a fun fact i'm beating bj to this uh, the most searched scripture on google is jeremiah 29 11 and why is that bj because people need hope they're yes, looking for hope they're looking for hope 
that's a fun fact. Yeah. That's a fun and true fact. Well, yeah. they're all fun facts, but that was that was really interesting to learn that one. I was like, what? We had a little quiz. We had a little quiz, and you know, I didn't. I hadn't even saw that one coming. The first answer was John three sixteen. <laughs> right. I actually did it with my family at my house. <clears throat> my my sister was the first one to answer. She said John three sixteen. Ah, that's funny. See, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. No, it's actually. I for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord. Absolutely. Yeah, hope plans to give you a hope in the future. And so um so with that even as we, you know, we have our goals, not resolutions, guys, but you know, if you do resolutions, that's fine too. However, I think they're more goals are more um obtainable. Don't stretch yourself so far out that the goals are seem so ridiculous. I've learned right. that in life. Don't make goals, you know, and even if it's just a little bit at a time, you know, even say starting out for the new year, say for January, okay, goal one, goal two. And then maybe towards the end, maybe add something else, you right. know, just as long as they're obtainable, you pray over them and then you take them to the Lord. Absolutely. Right. And be ready for them to change some of them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't be so hard, hard set on them that, mm-hmm. good God, these, these, this is what I want to accomplish mm-hmm. in 2020. Right. You're like, well, one <laughs> and two are fine, but three, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's now five years down the road, bro. Uh, I don't think God would use bro, but we're just going to say, you know. Well, so, you know, he does talk to us in our person, yes. so. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to be prepared that uh, you bring your plans for the Lord. Mm-hmm. He may say, you know what? Let's let, let let's adjust things a little bit, right, or let's right. add things. Let's take away, and um, that's okay because ultimately God knows mm-hmm. what is best for us. And just on the back on the back side of that, um, going back to Isaiah forty three eighteen and nineteen, where we talked about do not remember things of the former. Um, we talked about a little bit about what wilderness, what the roads would look like as far as roads in the wilderness and roads um, and the rivers in the desert, mm-hmm. and one of the things um, that I put um, as far as bringing rivers, because we should be planted by the riverside. Right. That's where the life is. And so some of the things that I listed was um, I want rivers to flow, rivers of the restoration, rivers of healing, rivers of financial stability, mm-hmm. rivers of friendship, rivers of spiritual growth, and rivers of wisdom. And so those aren't goals. But those are the rivers that I want flowing right. or in and around me at this time. So I'm not going to list them as goals. I'm just going to list them as rivers. I want those rivers. And get them she shall. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, guys, we are looking forward to uh, what 2020 is going to do in your lives. And yes. uh, just the kingdom of God. We've... Uh, shared before, but I, I really feel that 2020 is mm-hmm. um, going to be, uh, there's going to be, a, I feel there's going to be a, a lot of shaking up in the kingdom of God in a really good way. Um, we, we know that revival, mm-hmm. I'm confident in this, mm-hmm. that revival is going to hit so many different areas of this country. And, you know, uh, and it may not be reminiscent of anything that's been, that's hit this country mm-hmm. in recent memory. Uh, even going back as far as like the Jesus movement mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. Um, but the revival for this generation and for the society that we live in. Um, and so I would just encourage you to uh, get in the Word. Yes. Um, and when I say get in the Word, I don't mean just read a verse or two every day. 
get a verse, break it down word by word, mm-hmm. find the Greek, the, the Latin, right. uh, do your, your concordance, your cross-referencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I literally bought, I, I got two Bibles for Christmas. Ooh, uh, my teacher, My future mother-in-law bought me a, a, a Bible, and then uh, my mom bought me a parallel Bible. Oh, so, nice. Or common, also referred to as like a pastor's Bible, it has mm-hmm. four different versions. Uh, so I'm amassing this collection of Bibles because this year, one of my goals, I'm going to really do Bible study. Nice. Uh, I have this cool thing that has maps and the history mm-hmm. of religion yeah. and stuff like that. Right, right. Um, Not so I can say, oh, I know what that means. Right, right. But so that I am uh, can uh, just become a better disciple right. of Christ, you know. And, right. Um, but partly doing that this year because I really feel for us, us as Christians uh, and those that are walking with Christ – this year is going to be a turning point. Right. After this year, um, there's a, I just the, the, the shift. God's just going to shift, and we're just excited. And uh, we thank you guys for supporting us uh, this far and uh, being part of this journey. Yes. And we're, we're we're still new into this journey. <laughs> we're still adjusting things on our end. And um, but if you like this. Uh, podcast. Subscribe on your favorite avenue of how you're listening to us, whether mm-hmm. it's iHeart or Apple or Spotify or Anchor or Breaker or Castbox or wherever you're listening to. Like the Facebook group, share it. Mm-hmm. Let people know uh, what God is doing, right? Because because what's happening, even in just a small way, in our small little part of <laughs> of the community of Christ. Uh, we want to share with everybody. Yes. You know, yes. And, uh, and so uh, we got a lot of stuff. We keep saying it, but I promise you we do have stuff planned for the podcast. Uh, hopefully in the next month or two, we're going to do a live version of the podcast for you guys, mm-hmm. uh, an opportunity for you guys to ask, uh, ask questions, and uh, we're going to bring in some more special guests. Yes. And um, it's just going to be a really exciting year, and we're just surrendering it to God and to His hands. We're laying the plans before the Lord. And so we knew, um, you know, we've only been in this just a few months and we're, you know, seven episodes deep and that's okay. And so the Lord says, okay, so now it's time to start doing some new stuff. So 2020 is new. And so we're just, you know, we're just branching out and we're doing new things. And so I'm excited for this. I I really am. I'm not, I'm excited not only personally, but for everyone else out there. Um, and again, I encourage you, I encourage you just, you know, if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, we've, you know, have quite a few people that have come out with topics already. And so that, you know, which is good. We've thrown Mm -hmm. that out there and gotten some nice responses from that and some very deep ones too. Yes. Like some deep topics. I'm like, woo wee. (laughs) All right. So do not fear. We, we see you guys. Mm -hmm. We've taken note of those. And just because they're, if they're not, haven't come up yet does not mean that they're not going to happen. Um, you know, just give us some time, you know, like anything else, you know, give us some time, but we're working on it. And we, we really are grateful and humbled to be able that, you know, God has opened up this platform for us um, because it was truly from the Lord. It was truly from the Lord. You know, like I've said before, you know, I've, I've told our pastor that, you know, it's just something, you know, I was praying about it and how can we, you know, just shine some light and this is what God gave me. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. And so... Um, I couldn't be in a better partnership with BJ, and I appreciate him. Thank you, my brother. Not my, only my brother in Christ, but my brother by choice. My brother by choice. And so, um, 
We're yeah, we're gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you, uh, Pastor Jeff, I had, <laughs> I had dinner with him a couple weeks ago. Very excited um, <laughs> for the podcast, and uh, so we're definitely gonna be utilizing him. Um, and I'm we'll probably do like a two part episode with him or something because oh once he gosh. gets going, it's just jokes. <laughs> He's the only only pastor that can break out in the middle in, in TV theme songs in the and middle of a tunes. sermon and show, and show tunes. tunes and make it work and does it so well. He does. And then, <laughs> nice voice, very solid voice. Pretty soon you can hear All an album, right. The Best of Jeff Little. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. So let's, you know what, let's pray for, let's pray for our, our listeners, our Absolutely. community. Yeah? Okay. Go for it. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for, um, for being the God that watches over us and, yes. and protects us and, and provides for us, Father God. Mm-hmm. We thank you for 2019. Father God, even though a lot of us have gone through trials, we've gone through some circumstances, Lord, but we thank you even for those because your word says that we are to count it all joy. And so, Father God, here we are sitting here today, and we're we're counting everything that we've gone through. We're counting it as pure joy. Father God, our prayer here right now is that everyone that is listening and everyone that's going to be listening, Father God, will just have a sense of your your prompting and your presence, Lord, that their heart's desires and their plans, Father God, will be laid before you. Father God, we know that you are never, ever so busy that you don't take time and you, you, you reach it and you look into the hearts and souls of each of us, each and every individual on this, this planet. And you take the time and you consider everything of their life. Mm-hmm. And so we're thanking you. We're thanking you for all the wisdom that's going to be poured out and used. We thank you for the goals that are going to be achieved, Father God. We thank you for the growth, Father God, personal growth. Father God, the the promotions, Father God, that are going to be had on on, um, individuals' jobs and the education that's going to take place, Father God, the wisdom and the knowledge there, just everything that, that whatever is being asked, Father God, we know that your hand is on it. So for every listener, every person, Father God, we ask that you just continue to bless them, bless them abundantly Mm -hmm. in ways that they have never even imagined. Be with every single one. Be with the families. Be with their households. Just be about it, Father God. And thank you for, for us here at Elevated, at the God Spot, powered by Elevated Faith, for the things that you provide to us. We don't take this lightly, and we don't take it frivolously. We don't just, you know, we don't think that this is a joke. This isn't entertainment, but it's about your business. Yes. And so we want to honor you in every possible way. And Father God, we even put our goals before you. Just give us more vision and give us more revelation on how we can do that. Be with everyone. In your precious son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And that is it for this week's episode (laughs) of the Godspot Podcast, powered by Elevated Faith. If you're single, if you're dating, you're going to want to listen next week. And we're going to dive into the topic of Christians and dating. Ooh. Next week on the Godspot Podcast. Have a blessed week, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to the Godspot Podcast, powered by Elevated Faith. Don't forget, new episodes are released every Monday across social media and your favorite podcast platforms. Can't hear us on your favorite podcast platform? Send us an email at godspot at gmail.com and let us know. And don't forget, for prayer, 
encouragement, and much, much more, check out the Elevated Faith Facebook group. The intro and outro music is a song called Let It Go, powered by J Someday Music. You can find her at soundcloud.com forward slash J Someday or on Instagram at J Someday. Until next week, have a blessed and favored week. <laughs>